Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Double Love Podcast. It's Gene, also known as the Real Estate Guy. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter at underscore underscore Mr. Marshall. Yo, what's good, family? It's B-Rob, a.k.a. the infamous CPA. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Double Up Podcast. Um, you know how we started off. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Leave us any feedback. And also, if you have a particular topic that you want us to touch on, make sure to leave us a comment or shoot us a DM on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, so have you, so we can address whatever you want to learn. Uh, so we're always looking to add more value to the community. So you know how it go. Let's double up. Let's go. So how you doing this week? So this week, man, it's been about focus. So I've been really just getting back to the grind as far as reading every day, listening to podcasts, and making sure that I'm eating healthy as well as working out. So I linked up with my realtor, Rashana Scott, which y'all gonna hear on episode eight. And we're now going to the gym every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 5.30 a.m. And like the level of discipline that she displays day in and day out is just super inspiring. So I'm happy that she's in my life and holding me accountable. Cause there's definitely been some days where I'm hoping that she not gonna call me to get up and go to the gym, but she always comes through. So yeah, I've been really just trying to focus, learn as much as I can. And really, I'm at the point where now I have the time and the luxury to not solely work in my business, but work on it as well. So now I'm able to improve different processes and try new things as far as my social media strategy and just offering free game to my audience. So I've been in a really good space lately. So yeah, that's how I've been doubling up the past couple of weeks. How about you, bro? For me, I've been doing a lot of self-discovery and I've been just trying to find ways to be in tune with my mind, body, and spirit. So I've been doing a lot of meditating and trying new ways to remain in a relaxed body because when our body is relaxed, that's when we have our most creative thoughts. That's when our most ideas can manifest into the things that some people like to call reality. So I downloaded this app called the Breathe app and it's a free app. Mm -hmm. It gives you a lot of relaxation techniques that you guys can use um, as it relates to when you wind it down at night. Um, like for me, I'm so busy all the time. I was actually going through a rough patch where I couldn't sleep for a couple weeks. And the reason why was because my mind wouldn't shut off from working. I love what I do so much that all I want to do is work on my business and work on my passion. But oftentimes, you know, we got to put that barrier in place that says, hey, Gene, you know, at this point in time, it's time for you to just work on self, you know, and do things for yourself. So for me, it's been more so um, a lot of meditating, trying to be in tune with the present, or trying to be in tune with the body. And I started doing yoga as well. So I'm doing yoga once a week. So if you guys got any recommendations on any places in Illinois, locally, preferably within the southwestern suburbs or northwestern suburbs or in Chicago, definitely let me know. I'm more than willing to check them out. And then the last thing I did was uh, I really came up with my four pillars of 2020. And right now, I just was making a comment about how it takes 60 days for somebody to create a habit. Mm -hmm. So I want to encourage all of my listeners to uh, start thinking about what are their focal points for the new year. And so for me, in this order is faith, health, education, and business. So those are my four pillars of 2020. And I'm really trying to dive more into my faith, uh, my belief in God. Um, Secondly, my health. And I used to be a big gym rat, but I stopped going. Now I'm trying to find that rhythm to get back in the gym, that rhythm to eat a little bit more healthier. I'm actually trying to adopt B-Rob ways of eating on the vegan side. So I'm hoping that uh, uh, we can have a consultation later. Hope you don't charge me a hundred bucks for, <laughs> right, for, right. for a vegan consultation. <laughs> uh, but that's how I double up, man. That's how I double up. 
Nah, that's super dope. And I'm glad you brought up the four pillars thing. I'm actually doing my 2020 planning via vision board as well as goal setting this weekend um, with a friend of mine. And I was trying to figure out like how I wanted to structure it. And that's something that I'm definitely going to add. It may not be four pillars. It'll probably be three. Three is my favorite number. But I um, definitely want to have, you know, some set pillars to place emphasis on in the new year. And I know off back, number one is probably going to be leverage. Um, just leveraging as much as possible because that's probably gonna be like the buzzword for me of 2020 leveraging as much as possible and then i gotta figure out the other two but now i'm definitely glad you brought that up so what made you uh what made you want to do yoga i got a mentor his name is joey backwards he's like 70 years old mm -hmm. big real estate developer he's developed over 33 walgreens syndicated with 1500 apartment units to condos his flexibility the way he moves is like he he still moves like he young as hell you know he contribute his health towards yoga for me it was more so well yoga is great to keep the body flexible mm -hmm. as we you know continue to mature and age right the body gets a little stiff so i want to make sure that i keep my body as flexible as possible and then secondly it's good for relaxation and, and practicing being in the now as i started researching you know what are the things that we can do to remain healthy to thinking long-term jeopardy and yoga popped up so i'm doing hot yoga so it's different but it's fun it's relaxing it makes me feel like i can you know go run 20 miles if i need to but uh, yoga is definitely something i would recommend you guys to consider mm, that's crazy because at work today they had like this rowing class or whatever and i'm like man i'm not gonna do that but if it was i literally told my coworker if it was yoga i probably would have did it and it's just funny how the you know i feel like the universe be showing beach some signs oh yeah throwing little signals like here and there i'm like damn i would have never connected that but no that's super dope so let's get into the episode let's go. um today the topic is how to be successful as full-time employee as well as a full-time entrepreneur and investor because you know this is something a lot of people struggle with especially those who are beginners because you know you want to start a business or you want to get into investing in entrepreneurship but you know you're tied down for at least eight hours a day and that's not even including the time to commute to work mm. so typically let's say it's probably you're tied down from let's say 10 hours a day if you commute in an hour each day you're hopping on the bus at eight, maybe you're getting to work at nine, leaving at five, not getting home to six, right? So you need to eat after that. So let's say that's taking another 30 to 45 minutes. So now the latter half of your workday starts at 7 p.m. Mm. How do you remain effective working from, you know, seven to 11 or seven to midnight or whatever so have you over a long period of time as you build your business and kind of get to the point where your passive income or your business is replacing the income from your job so you can leave um, that's something that a lot of people struggle with so we definitely want to tap into that and share so let's get into it let's go I guess I'll go first and like I'll keep it like straight blunt I'm not gonna pull a social media flex that people be doing out here you know trying to live a lifestyle that's unrealistic yeah so for me working a full-time job and building on my business is hard as shit yeah. it's so hard like I ain't trying to like scare y'all away but I'm just trying to let y'all know like what it is like it's tough right so i mean i work for a biopharmaceutical company so we we make drugs right but i work in tech 
and tech is so far away from real estate that it's different and then not only that but my job is an hour and a half commute mm -hmm. so b-rob gave y'all the hour try being in your car three hours a day Man. right so three times five that's what that's 15 hours a week right so i'm in my car 15 hours a week plus i'm working eight hours a day so that's 40 plus 15 that's 65 hours a week that i'm putting into this job just to get there work and get back home right so i'm not getting back home to like 6 30 but i want to maintain my health so i gotta go to the gym yep. then if i don't go to the gym i gotta work on the business so one gotta give at this point in time or you're gonna eat the gym for maybe 30 minutes a day or every other day or whatever type of schedule you're gonna put in place but by the time i get the opportunity to work on my business i'm already tired but it's that mindset that yo like it's not about what i feel like doing it's about what i must do this is what I have to do in order for me to get from point A to point B. Success is just that what you do in between that gap. Yeah. That's success. For me, success is not a destination. It's about what you do in between that gap of point A to point B. And that's where the learning begins. It's so hard because I probably don't start working on my business until about seven. Same. You know, and then I, I need sleep time. One thing that I'll share with you guys, I have to learn this the hard way, is that you got to have a shutoff point. It's not healthy for your mind and your body to work till midnight, right before you go to sleep. That's not healthy. Because if you keep doing that, your mind is going to enter a state where when you're trying to sleep, it wants to work. Mm -hmm. I just overcame this. Like this was a very mental struggle for me because you're not going to be able to sleep because your mind is going to be continuously racing about what to do next. Yeah. And you're going to be logically planning out your next steps when the body wants to sleep. And so what happens is the mind and the body enter this fight or flight mode. And I'll just say it's, it's not a pretty sight what the outcome is of that. Man, it's tough, man. It's tough as hell because I don't got the flexibility to be able to do what I want. Exactly. So I got to build up that residual that's going to give me the freedom to be able to transition over full time. But I kind of want to go back to something that you said earlier when we first started the podcast. And that was that, you know, a lot of people these days, they walk around with these microwavable mindsets and they want instant results. I've already accepted the fact that I might need to work a job for five years. Mm -hmm. I might need to work a job for six years. I might need to work a job for 10 years. Hell, in 10 years i'll be 34 i'm still young if it takes me 10 years to position myself to be able to do my passion full time then so be it i think nipsey hustle did a great job of teaching us that it's a marathon not a sprint exactly so 10 years is not my ideal goal i want to do it within the next three honestly within the next two if i had it my way but if it take me five or if it take me 10 i'm okay with that as long as i get there mm -hmm. Yeah, and 100%. Like Gene said, bro, this it's definitely hard. It's definitely a marathon. But for me, it really all comes down to how you look at it. Because um, I know at my lowest points when I was doing 70 to 80 hours at work and still coming home to, you know, working on the credit business, working on my budget and client things as well, it was tough. Um, but now I flipped that mindset into, no, I'm going to my second job. That's what I call it, my second job. So every day I walk out the office, I'm smiling. I'm happy. I get like a second boost of energy. I get that second wave where I'm like, I know I'm about to do something that I'm super passionate about. And I think it really comes down to positioning as well. A lot of people have jobs they truly don't like, but when you position yourself to have something where you actually do like it, it makes everything so much easier. And I'm glad to say that I'm in that position right now where, you know, I truly enjoy what I do at work. So now when I get off, I'm even happier to go home and implement some of the things that I learned. I wake up every day happy as hell, like, damn, I'm about to learn something new. I merged my passion with my job. So now I'm working on real estate full time as an accountant for
for a commercial uh, or a private real estate company. So now I'm happy. But for those of you who are in a position that, you know, maybe they don't like their job or things of that nature, you kind of got to make it into a positive. Like you got to find a way. Uh, for me, when I was working at a big four accounting firm and I wasn't really happy, uh, I had to tell myself like, you know, I'm going to meet with an investor. Like that's what I used to tell myself. Like this is my investor because your job is really your number one investor um, when you're, you're coming from a lower income background or you're just trying to build a business and that's your main source of income. You got to look at it like an investor and you don't want to piss that investor off. Like you want to make sure that you're doing what you got to do at work to be able to get that steady check to invest in your business. But you got to make sure that, you know, you're not being a Debbie Downer or you're not going into it with the right mind, with the wrong mindset because it's just going to hurt you at the end of the day because now your work is going to be shitty. Your attitude is going to be shitty. It's going to carry over into your business. And if you're not working hard at work, chances are you're probably not going to work hard on your business because it's really about your habits. It's really about that discipline. So if you're disciplined at work, you can be disciplined in your business. It's all about flexing that muscle and just trying to do everything kind of the same way. I always like to tell people how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you half-ass it at work, who's to say you're not going to half-ass it in your business? I would say the one thing that really helped me is getting super organized. And I'm talking like yeah. crazy organized. Crazy. I'm talking you not scheduling a meeting with me on the same day. Like, I need a meeting invite sent through Gmail at a specific time. you 10 minutes behind and you don't let me know, that meeting is not happening. You got to be really conscious of your time because it's limited. Like we just said, you're losing 10 to 12 hours a day, including working your commute. That's 10 to 12 hours that you don't have to work on your business. You really only have probably like five, six hours a day. And that's if you working a little bit later or getting up a little bit earlier to work on your business. So that's only what? All, a little under 40 hours a week to work on your business so you really got to be conscious of your time and where you're putting it uh you got to be super organized because if you're not organized now you're going to be spending time trying to get organized and that's just wasting more time and you don't have a lot of time to waste nope so yeah you definitely got to be focused got to be organized got to be conscious of your time and really just focus on your mindset it's number one at the end of the day it's really number one and you got to be disciplined because it's highs and lows in entrepreneurship you can be up 20k one day so you can be down to your last 500 the next. So you, you can gotta, be negative. Yeah, you definitely can be negative. <laughs> you like, can be negative, bro. Trust me. Credit cards can be maxed out. You can be at a 750 credit score one day, 500 the next. It's really ups and downs. So you got to realize it. As an entrepreneur, you're not going to win 100% of the time. And I was reading, I'm reading Retire Young, Retire Rich. And, you know, Robert Kiyosaki was talking about how losing is a part of his strategy. Like he recognizes that nine out of every 10 businesses fail. Yeah, but he knows that he can lose a million bucks out of those nine businesses and then the one that succeeds makes 200 mil so you got to be willing to know that and be willing to know that you may lose but you can flip that loss into a lesson your, so you're your, truly not even losing your plan should include losing honestly right you should plan to lose like you know at some point that something's not gonna go right yep. i'm not saying have a plan b but i'm saying be ready for the unexpected and failure for me is not failure it's just feedback and one thing that B-Rob just touched on that was exceptional was time, right? And time is the most powerful thing that we can control outside of the power of thought. This is something that I've been preaching. This is something that I've been telling people for a very long 
time now. So how you use your time will tell me exactly who you are. I'm the same way where it's like, I gotta plan out my schedule to the T. Everything is planned out. You know, some stuff, you know, I do wiggle around at the last minute or whatever to make things fit. But for the most part, my whole next week is already planned out. That's because my life has structure. And if your life doesn't have any structure, neither will your business. And when your life ain't got no structure, you're always in, 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 in panic mode. You're always being anxious about something because you don't have any ways of working. And I made a comment about earlier in, in our podcast was that the first thing to doing anything during the day is making your bed. That should be the first order of business. That's the first order of you providing some structure to your life. For a lot of individuals, they don't understand that, but these are basic universal principles that actually make a huge difference. And one thing that I really enjoyed in Retire Young, Retire Rich was he talks about the different leverages. And one of the leverages was the leverage of time, you know, and this even goes back to uh, the richest man in Babylon. They talk about how important time is. Me personally, time is more valuable than money. Definitely, 100%. I track everything that I do because I got to sit back and look at how I performed last week. How do I get better, right? Oh, I noticed I had a 30-minute, you know, meeting with Tom, but that meeting didn't turn into anything monetary for my business, and then Tom didn't get anything back in value. So how can I get better at, you know, qualifying my clients in my meetings? We talk about even qualifying, right? So as a business owner, we got to understand that, you know, we are everything in the business. We are the sales department. We are the IT person. Hell, we, we the janitors, right? Because when you start things out, all you got is yourself. And or you may have a business partner who, who may be all in or pretend to be all in. The next, you know, they give up in the next six months to a year, yeah. right? Because it ain't really in their heart. And what I've come to realize and understand is that entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. Sure and if it's not for you, stay in your lane. Seriously, like stay in your lane. You know, you, you may be better off as an investor where you work your job and you, 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 you lend me, you know, 10 grand, 15 grand for a real estate deal. And then I just hit you back with 12% for any of my listeners that's looking to get involved in real estate but don't want to get don't want to get involved hands-on i got you just shoot me a dm we can make something happen we can make some shape right so it all depends on who you are the way you work and play a role Mm. yeah that's factual like i wanted to go back to you know Everyone doesn't have to be a business owner. Everyone doesn't, you know, have to be an investor. Um, this is a huge debate that I've seen on Twitter time and time again. Um, and I do believe that everyone doesn't have to be a business owner, but everyone has to be an investor. You have to put your money to work for you so you can leave something behind for the next generation. And even, you know, for yourself, you need to be able to know that you're not just working in vain. You're not just, you know, putting 40 hours into a job every week for 40 years and and losing 3% of your money each year because you're not investing. You're not losing out to inflation. So you definitely need to invest whether you know you plan on being a business owner or not. You, you have to invest. And first and foremost, you need to invest in yourself. And I think that's one area where a lot of entrepreneurs that I've came in contact with, they do a great job at is investing in themselves via, you know, going to workshops or, you know, reading books or listening to podcasts, whatever so have you. They invest a ton of their time in 
into education and that's probably you know a, a super major key because a lot of people be in my dms asking like how did you learn this how did you learn that like i invested the time to learn like i i said i'm listening to podcasts every day i'm listening to audiobooks i could be you know on the bus texting scrolling social media doing whatever but now i got my book in my hand i got my highlighter i'm learning day in and day out and most of the gems that i share i learned from a book or i learned from a podcast so this is like knowledge that is easily accessible but if you don't have the will or the desire to go out and actually invest that time into learning then you don't really want it because you can easily take that two hours a day that you commute and learn something about something you're passionate about learn something about a business that you want to start like it's so many resources out here like everybody has a podcast so many successful people have podcasts and they just give out all this free game you follow certain people on social media on instagram twitter and they just gonna give you free game time and time again and then you can just piece it together and then build relationships with these folks and network and kind of go from there but the knowledge is out there but you definitely got to educate yourself as an entrepreneur that's probably number one because as soon as you start learning like as soon as you stop learning you dead you dead in the water you might as well you know pack it up pack it up yes <laughs> baby FedEx, overnight shipping to nowhere. <laughs> you know, so we just really just wanted to emphasize like, this is not easy, but at the end of the day, it is worth it. It's worth it if you put the work in. It's easy to quit as so well quit. if you don't have the mindset. Honestly, like, I'm gonna keep it straight with y'all. Like, I don't have thoughts like, yo, fuck this shit. Anybody that's gonna yeah. sit up here and tell you that they didn't, they lying. They definitely lying. They lying, right? But I had those thoughts like, yo, fuck this shit for like 20 seconds and nope. I I just can't go out like that because I personally can't live a life wondering what if. I'm willing to bet on myself. Like, I can quit my job tomorrow and go work on a business for five years and still be young as hell and still go back to my job. Yeah. And still go find another job, right? Plus, now I got more experience. Now I know what not to do next time. Mm-hmm. So, it's really all about, you know, surrounding yourself with, you know, those five core people, right? So, you are average of your five closest friends. It's always best to hang with people that are going through what you're going through. Yeah. Because they make things a lot more relatable. You know, you've got somebody that you can connect to so you don't feel alone, mm-hmm. right? And th- this is important because oftentimes when you're not networking, when you're not building relationships, you feel like you all you got. Yeah. And when you feel like you all you got, you lose your motivation. So for any of y'all out there that's like, you working hard on your business, you trying to get somewhere, like, yo, reach out. Like, let's make a connection. Like, we got so many listeners that's been listening. We get what? We get over 500 new listeners an episode, so, yeah. right? So all of you guys that's hearing us, like, yo, show yourself, reach out. Yo, Gene, I heard the podcast Yo B-Rob Y'all killing it Right So we can get familiar With who y'all are And let's start Building that bridge On where you are now To where you want to go Yeah let's do it And I can share Some of my problems Share some of my issues What I went through Because 9 times out of 10 The problems are the same They just look different Yeah and that's facts. And I wanted to emphasize, you know, what Eugene was saying about, you know, reaching out and linking up with us. I just met with a young lady at Starbucks this past weekend. She wanted to talk real estate after she heard, I think, episode three of our podcast. And I gave her the full layout. I gave her the full blueprint on what to do. So now the ball is in her court on taking action. And I hope
hope she listens to this and it holds her accountable. But, you know, we're more than willing and open to, you know, sharing our experiences and giving you a detailed plan and helping you work your plan as well. You just got to be willing to reach out and make a connection and kind of make it worthwhile. But as a disclaimer, we're not going to hold your hand too. Like, you got to have some drive behind it. Period. You got to see that, you know, you did some upfront work and that you're willing to work because, like we mentioned earlier, time is money. So we're going to invest our time in you. We're going to expect you to invest in your invest your time in yourself as well. Honestly, um, like, I think I asked Rashana this on the episode, or maybe I asked her offline, but I asked her, like, yo, how do you um, differentiate from the people who are serious and those who aren't? Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I done had so many Starbucks meetings, so many Dunkin' Donut meetings, so many meetings of, yo, let me take you out and get some something to eat. Honestly, bro, I don't even want you to pay for my food. Like, let, like honestly, I would rather have my time back than have you try to feed me, right? So, if y'all serious, be serious. Yeah. If you just seeking information, go to Google. Honestly, that's how I feel. But when you serious, that's when you want to start inviting people out so that you can connect, so you can manage their time because what you don't want to do is sit down with somebody for an hour, then they give you a whole blueprint of what to do, and then a year, two years later, you still ain't putting nothing in action. Yeah, that's annoying to see. That's so annoying, bro. Like, yo, I just said, I just gave you a whole blueprint to this shit, and you ain't even reading it. <laughs> it don't make sense. Yeah, that's why people charge for consultations. Because it's like, <laughs> you're not going to get that time back. So the risk is either you invest in somebody and you lose that time, you never get it back. Or you invest in somebody, you get paid for it. Be right, your consultation's free? No, they're not. All right, look, I'm doing free consultations all the way to Christmas. Link with him. He doing free consultations. I'm going to do a giveaway. I'll do a giveaway. Three people uh, hold me accountable. Three people we can solve real estate, money management, credit, whatever you want to do. Uh, let's tap in. Let's network. Let's let's get it together. You, you know what? This is what we're going to do. We're going to do a $100 giveaway. I'm going to do $100 personally. Or if B-Rod be, be decides to split it with me. For Christmas? What are we doing? We're going to do a $100 giveaway for Thanksgiving. That's what we want to do, right? For the listeners. So we're going to pick one listener, depending on how many people we get to do this, right? We want y'all to make a post on your IG. Not on your Insta story. But actually post on your IG how the Double Up Podcast has changed your mindset, has changed your way of thinking, and what does the podcast have you going into 2020 doing? I'm with it. And then you got to tag the Double Up Podcast. Thank you got to tag both of our profiles. And then we go from there. That's free money. It's just a post. Do it. Hopefully, there's not a lot of competition out there. And then we go. It's $100. Thanksgiving. We select our winner. Sound good to me. Yo, well, that's another episode yeah, back of the Double Up Podcast. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. Let us know, you know, if you got any comments. Definitely make sure to, you know, get those videos out and tag all of our pages. Yes, yes. And, you know, let's double up. 2020 is on the way. It's a whole nother decade to get it. Hey, it's going to be a lot of millionaires made in that decade. I'm one of them. Let's get it. Double up. Double up.